Welcome to TV or GTFO. I'm Sachin Hingu. And I am Gary Heather. And tonight we are, or tonight or today, we are reviewing a very popular show, actually. Yeah, uh, probably one of the most popular sitcoms. Maybe even the first one you think of when you hear the word sitcom. Did you just say shitcom? Because if you did, then that's appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely is. Uh, this this is pretty bad uh, by almost any standard. Like, as I mean, as bad as Perfect Strangers was. Like, I at least like enjoyed the badness of it. But this this one is like it's kind of bad in like a really regular sort of mundane way. I found. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, in fact, if if I can think of like all the shows that sort of premiered or sort of that sort of that existed during this time period, I would I would venture to say this is one of the most popular. Along with like maybe growing pains and like that, I think this show Full House, which is what we're talking about, yeah, uh, it was one of the most popular of the time. Yeah, absolutely, and especially of that time. Like, I mean, in general, like it's probably one of the most popular sitcoms, but certainly of that time, like this TGIF block, like we were talking about in the Perfect Strangers uh, episode, was like a monster. It was like this and Step by Step and Family yep. Matters, like uh, you know, everybody watched that shit. So Full House, eight seasons, 192 episodes. Uh, this was the first series created by Jeff Franklin, who went on to to create like Hanging with Mr. Cooper and like yeah. a bunch of other shows. I don't even know. Yeah, tons and tons of other stuff. Uh, um, he, uh, he also did one of the Olsen Twins movies, I guess, you know, so uh, uh, enraptured with their acting chops here. For some reason that uh, I've got points. I, I've written multiple points about their acting chops, actually, that we'll get to because. Yeah. <laughs> OK. OK. So so m- most people know about Full House. But most people know about, you know, all the characters. We don't need to get into like the relationships or anything. You yeah. Know, people. Know and I mean, they, they kind of they really take great pains in this first episode, especially to, to kind of t- like really, really make the story clear. It's, you know. Uh, it, it almost feels like this episode could be like a pitch for, uh, for the show itself. Like just the way that they, you know, kind of lay out, lay out the premise. It could have but, been, um, it could have been a, yeah. the pitch. Yeah. It may have been. Yeah. I mean, it's a pilot, but it's, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if they, uh, uh, did, you know, signed up the show on the strength of this pilot. Cause it's, I mean, as a pilot, it's fine, I guess, but it's, uh, it's pretty blatant. Like what they're, what they're doing here. It floats on a lower bar. It floats like. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because this show, you know, was, what is it, almost 30 years ago now. Is that mm-hmm. right? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. 90s, <laughs> man, 90s. Like, this show premiered in 1987, so next year it'll be 30 years ago. And, yeah. And I think, like, it's funny when I when I look back on it, I have this sort of, you know, memory of how the show was. Like, it's got this super cute baby, and it's got this quirky... These quirky uncles and Joey, who's a fucking idiot, and I hated even back then. Oh, I I hate even more I hate now. Him so much. He's, he's the worst. <laughs> My right? least favorite character, and so, and he just gets worse. But anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that. But you know what? And I think my my big point, and I hate to like bring uh, it pains me to bring it up like right at the beginning of this, is that Michelle as like the baby is like a really ugly baby. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like now, like thirty years later, thirty years later, I, my memory of it before I watched it again was like, oh yeah, the Michelle, she's super cute. Like everybody loves her. She's super adorable. Whatever. And we have kids. You and I have children. Yeah. Like, we 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 like uh, kids and stuff. Or, like yeah. we know, like we like you know, cute. We can appreciate a cute kid or a cute baby, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, sure. And I mean, I, you know, the kids that show up uh, uh, at the end. Uh, the the second set of twins, uh, yeah. Jesse and Rebecca's twins, they're all right. I mean, they're a little precocious in kind of an annoying way, but it's uh, you know they're they're not they're cute. They're cute enough. I feel like those two are a way of making up for the casting director's mortal mistake yeah. at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they because I mean once you cast her, like you're stuck with her for the whole series. I mean, yeah. you're not going to kill off a three year old <laughs> or anything. You can't you can't really like. 
<laughs> no. to place them. And plus, you need a set of twins, and it's just like this whole this whole criteria. So <laughs> it's a whole yeah. it's a whole rigmarole. It's a whole process. And yeah. I wrote down that the very first, even like because the show the the pilot opens up with the opening credits, and like what I wrote down was that she looked like a coked up baby Owen Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. My mind didn't immediately go there, but it, it definitely will now. It looks time. like she was. You know how Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson looks like he's been punched in the nose, right? Like I'm not yeah, saying yeah, anybody like punched that. this baby in the nose, but I'm saying no. she was born like she was punched in the nose, and also a little bit coked up because she had all these bags in her eyes. Yeah, but, she was like it was like her face was kind of melting a little bit. She looked like a melting version of the later Michelle. Actually. Yes, and 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 it pains me a little to sort of make fun of a baby, but like. It's, yeah. you know the the way i remember it was like oh it's like the cutest baby ever but like it's but in rewatching it it's such a like a a knife like sort of stab to the memory of that that i had they, for it. they can they can cry themselves to sleep on their pile of money that they that yeah. they made off not only the show but like their clothing line and and uh all the uh uh all the like stupid merchandise that uh that they uh came out with after this that uh yeah they were just like a, a media empire unto themselves hey do you do, do you remember the super mario brothers movie i do yeah do you remember like the goomba in that i wrote down that the baby michelle from full house looks like the goomba from <laughs> yeah. the super mario brothers movie that hideous or even the eight thing? even the eight bit version from the game like just like this squashed like mushroom face <laughs> all right all right i'm sorry i'm dwelling t- I'm, I'm i'm dwelling too much on this opening like six frames yeah. of the show all right okay so okay but i will kind of run down um the premise if for some reason you haven't seen it or never heard of it, Do it. uh basically uh the story is about uh, danny tanner uh this kind of like neat freak ocd kind of guy uh he's got uh three daughters uh dj the oldest uh stephanie the middle child and uh, michelle the youngest and uh the mother uh has been killed in a car accident and so they're kind of grieving over her and they're just kind of like the show kind of picks up sort of maybe a couple months right after that happens and uh the grandmother is living there with them and kind of helping out yeah so and then the show when we we sort of pick up in the in the beginning of the show it starts with like Danny basically telling his mom to like get the hell out of my house. We're yeah, done. Yeah. We're done with you. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Th- thanks for you know basically keeping this family together for the past couple of months. Now peace out. I feel like that very first scene was the ending of a previous sort of sitcom that never aired where it was basically just the mom in the house. Yeah, absolutely. And it was such a disservice to that sitcom to basically have Danny be like, yeah, hit the road, chick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like she was so annoying, like uh, like everybody's mother, everybody loves Raymond mother kind of thing, and just like <laughs> he was just had enough. Yeah, or like she was Urkel at the end of Family yeah. Matters, and yeah. that's how this show started <laughs> with the the Winslow family saying, "Urkel, get the fuck out! You're the most irritating like piece yeah. of shit. Like you just uh, like you know what I mean? Yeah. You're such a leech. Just leave." And then, and then and then anyways anyways um yeah, yeah. so so it starts so, uh, off they kick the mom out yep they uh they kick the mom out the kids are obviously like they don't want uh the grandmother to leave uh there's you know kind of some physical comedy where they're trying to pull the kids off and the grandmother's you know trying to stay and that kind of stuff uh so the grandmother leaves and uh the first the next person through the door is uncle jesse mm-hmm. uh the uh the for, the deceased mother's wife, uh brother that's right. And played by John Stamos. Yeah. Jesse comes in and he gets a full introduction. Yeah. Uh, we get a, uh, uh, it's like, this is Uncle Jesse. He busts in. He's like the cool uncle. Um, uh, he immediately, like barely after just saying hi to, to the kids, launches into this story about boning a showgirl <laughs> in Reno. I wrote that down right in front of the children. He's in the living room. Right in front of the children. He's like, we didn't get much sleep last night. She was starving and like Danny's trying to walk the conversation away from uh, <laughs> him talking about like boning this woman and and uh, uh, yeah he's just not not getting it at all so like his whole deal is that you know he's like the cool uncle the kids are like kind of cramping his style um, he wants to you know be this cool uncle and uh, uh, you know all like Stephanie wants to do is to you know have him do ballet and that kind of stuff so yeah, I th- I think what's like a running theme throughout this episode and even the final episodes are like these children don't like give a fuck about anything but themselves. 
Like yeah. everything always yeah. directs <laughs> back to like any sort of problem that anybody else has. Fuck your problems because I don't know what was her problem in this first episode. I forget what it was now. But. This uh, first episode is about how DJ doesn't like any of this, and you know right. she feels like you know the family's falling apart. She doesn't like all these changes in the house. Uh, so she like kind of petulantly like packs up the room that she's sharing with her with Stephanie and like moves into the garage. Right. Yeah. That's much later in the episode, but yeah. Yeah. But like eventually, it all comes back to the the kids right like i feel like all yeah. these kids are selfish assholes and basically yeah exactly <laughs> like even the the uncles or uncle jesse and uncle joey sort of have petty like relatively like petty problems i feel like it doesn't matter even if they have big problems it doesn't matter it always comes back to one of the kids problems this is an interesting sort of like review because i've seen a lot of episodes of this show right so i know what kind of happened throughout the season and I mm-hmm. feel like this first season, they're really trying to focus on Stephanie because, you know, Michelle's just sort of a baby, right? So they're trying yeah. to make Stephanie the the cute one, I guess. Yeah, in, that's in true. Quotes. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're trying to give them all, give her, sorry, they're, they're trying to give her all the sort of catchphrases and they're setting her up as a cute one. And then I would think what happens maybe in later seasons that Michelle just comes in and just like salts her game and is like, go stand on the sideline, Stephanie. I'm the cute one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she, she literally has like this middle child syndrome, but like in, in terms of, you know, like the way, the way that the set seemed to run, like DJ is just old enough to have a certain kind of storyline. Michelle is young enough to have like a certain kind of storyline. And then Stephanie just gets whatever's left over. Uh, Even, even in the last one, like it's a super lazy kind of nothing story (laughs) that, that resolves itself uh, just by itself. So uh, Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, no, that's for sure. For sure. So they, they focus on her and she, 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 there's a scene coming up where she's in her bedroom and like they they've divvied up the room like her and DJ have divvied up their yep. bedroom, and 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 so DJ's like you can't cross this line or whatever. And then you see this shot of of Stephanie hanging from the curtains, and it looks like yeah, she's trying to get out of the room by like going above the floor, like not touching the floor. So she climbs up on the curtains, and and I assume that they had like a crew member or something behind this curtain that, you know, was holding on there or something. It just, I don't know. It just looks really bad for, for this gag. It looks like somebody's holding her arms from behind yeah. and above. Yeah. Like, so she's just kind of like floating and dangling with yeah. no weight uh, on her arms or anything like that. Her arms are just yeah. dangling loosely. So it doesn't like, it's like and all of this, like they, they, they set up all this whole gag with, uh, you know, her hanging from the window and everything for them to, you know, it, it it seems like it's all in service of this one joke where they walk in and they go, hey, what are you doing? And she goes, just hanging around. <laughs> it's like that, that's the payoff. I feel like maybe in the writer's room, they had like a car. They, sorry, they had like a top hat and then a bunch of cards with like one-liners. And they yeah. pull out a card for an episode and they're like, guys, we got to make a, jo- a joke that revolves around this one line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they start with, yeah, they start with the line and they work backwards yeah. to how they get there. And it's the most convoluted, ill-planned, last minute sort of thing. Anyways, anyways, yeah. yeah. So, so so she's in um, her room. Yeah. And then, uh, so uh, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're fighting about this room thing. Uh, the guys come in. So it's uh, Je- uh, Jesse, Joey. I don't think we talked about Joey. Uh, Joey, Joey, uh, oh yeah, we is uh, like a friend of Danny's uh, from childhood or something, and he's like the wacky childlike adult uh, that that just comes off as uh, idiotic to me. I think he, uh, I think he's the worst sack he's of moron. shit. Like he's, I think he's just <laughs> yeah. a big pile of shit. He's the worst person. Yeah, yeah. He leeches. Like... He he. There's a scene in the in the pilot where he, he's wearing this like fucked up like Hawaiian type shirt. But then there's yeah. a mannequin in um, in and amongst his belongings that also has an exact same a matching shirt. Yeah, and I was like, really, dude? In case that yeah, one fucked you... up shirt gets dirty, know. you have a backup shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like you think that was pretty I, cool, but I just thought that was like he's like the worst human being. Yeah, he really is. And like they have him living in like the alcove of the living room. I think this evolves like over the course of the series, and and you see it especially at the end, yeah. like how they inhabit this house. Like, they're just constantly, it seems, just uh, shifting where everybody's sleeping in this house, and the house is of, like, indeterminate size. <laughs> by the end, especially by the end, and they make mention of it, even, that there's, like, a hundred people living in this house. 
Yeah, but well, but certainly by the end, right? And and, for, yeah. and you see exterior shots of the exterior shots of the house, and it's yeah. you know it's like three levels, but it's pretty thin. But still, you could probably fit at least you know several bedrooms. There's an attic, and there and, there's an attic and a basement on top of yeah. you know the regular floors or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I love I love the fact that right after the top, they're like, we don't have any room for you in any of the number of bedrooms that exist. So you, you live in the like five foot inset in our living room. Like, I love that. Yeah. The best. Uh, I was, I actually, um, I, I was kind of curious about this and I looked it up. Uh, apparently that house uh, now and like with San Francisco real estate prices is like a $3 million house or above. It's like a ridiculous, uh, uh, like ridiculously priced house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So at uh, at this point, uh, uh, Danny is going to leave for work. Uh, so he leaves uh, Jesse and Joey in charge, uh, and immediately uh, they're tasked with uh, having to change a diaper, Michelle's diaper. Yeah, and I feel like this is you know it's very slapsticky and and sort yeah. of comical this scene. But I was also I was also irritated by it a little bit. Like you, you know you're you're not a just because you haven't you don't have a child or, you know what I mean? Or spend a lot, a lot of time around children. You're still exposed mm-hmm. to how to like, you know, treat a baby that sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a certain amount of common sense involved, which yeah. maybe I wouldn't expect from Joey, but certainly no. from Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, you would maybe know not to, you know, wrap the baby in paper towels and put it in a plastic bag or yeah. whatever they do. It's just. <laughs> yeah. My rationale was that, supposedly uncle jesse has banged a lot of chicks so by that sort of like you know sort of line of thinking if he's if he's had relations with a lot of chicks then at one point he must have had dealt with another woman's child right like i feel like he's yeah had he's not a a stranger even to these children like maybe to michelle like these are his nieces right like and and in the last episode in fact he even talks about like seeing uh michelle in the hospital and that kind of stuff so like he's been around babies before you you know it's not uh it's not a situation where they're like this is a brand brand new kind of experience for them i don't well maybe joey but uh yeah maybe they just maybe they just kind of lump him into sort of the joey sort of mindset and the joey sort of attitude to sort of be that that sort of like three minute a baby vibe right yeah like the whole thing is them just being you know kind of incompetent at, at raising at raising kids that that's basically you know the, the underlying premise of the, at least this first one i like that they at the end they eventually put her shitty diaper in like a kitchen pot yeah and then, <laughs> and then they clean it but when you when they pull the diaper out there's nothing on it there's no crap on it no now. yeah it's <laughs> nothing it's like the way that they're holding it like if there was anything in there like to to make them gag and dry heave like they're doing like in the dramatic way that they do like it would be falling all over the place but i mean it's just you know but it's funny, like when I would have originally seen that, I would it would have been thirty years ago, so I wouldn't have understood that that, you know, that's mm-hmm. unrealistic. But watching it now, it's like that is fucking like, bullshit that they tried to pull yeah, over people. Like, bullshit. yeah. Right. So they so they change this. Uh, they they finally change this baby. They wrap her up in paper yeah. towels. They, they don't know what yeah. they're doing. They're fucking idiots, basically. They're idiots. they're they're idiots. And Stephanie's there, just kind of like not really helping. And then it turns out that the package of diapers is right next to her. And they what they do is they. Uh, uh, like they try and squeeze in another catchphrase here where it's like, uh, oh, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you tell us that the diapers were right there? And she goes, oh, cause nobody asked me like in the most annoying way possible. But, uh, I think I, you know what though? I think maybe in this first episode, I think the writers were, I think the writers were throwing out a bunch of stuff just to see what would stick sort of with the audience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially with her character. Cause that was one that they, yeah, like you were saying, I think that's somebody that they really wanted to like catch on and. Yeah, yeah, they were really trying to push it off the top. But I mean, I guess the, you know the show was new; they didn't really know where it was heading or what they could do with yeah. it. And that's that was like the cutest kid because, like I said, Michelle was the ugliest mm-hmm. fucking like she looked yeah. yeah horrible yeah and uh, she was weird. And DJ's just like moping around this whole this whole episode. I kind of I I don't really mind the DJ character, but I hated her in this episode. Yeah, and I hate to be the devil's advocate, but she was probably sort of finding her sort of character back true, then true. or whatever. And, and but I mean, like... she, she's one of the few that improves by the end, too. But, oh, yeah. Uh... No, but I agree with you. She was pretty, like, I think they were all pretty irritating because Rebecca Donaldson wasn't in the show yet. That's true, yeah. And, she can't, and Rebecca <laughs> Donaldson can't do no wrong. No, no, she's, she's the, the greatest. 
<laughs> so so they fuck up with this baby. They have a shitty day. They fuck day. up with the baby. Uh, D- Danny comes home. Danny, yep. this neat freak, comes home and the house is destroyed. Like they, <laughs> they are. Uh, uh you know it's like every time the, the kids spit up or anything that they would change her and jesse gets off the line that out of these two episodes it, it i was just like i had water coming out of my nose where he's just like deadpan goes to danny like your baby's a pig <laughs> <laughs> oh man no it's true it's true like it's just like i don't know just something about the way he delivers that line it's it's uh it's a beautiful thing i thought <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I forgot to play a line um, that I wanted to play. It was, mm-hmm. it was basically Je- Uncle Jesse's first experience with a baby, and it's the best. I just want you to, I want you to hear the line. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> hey, shut up! John Stamos actually, pers- I mean, I think that's kind of what they intended, because he's obviously the star of this show. Oh, yeah. Which is like easily the most likable character on the show. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I just had to. Play. I had to play the line. Sorry, I jumped back. So yeah, yeah. So Danny comes home. Sorry. So Danny comes home. He sees his house is yeah. like a shithole, and then yeah, one of Jesse's on? sort of skeezy chicks comes home. Yeah. It's the same. It's actually the same showgirl he's talking about from the uh, from the beginning. Uh, the one who was he met in Reno, who had just randomly shown up <laughs> showed up at uh, their house. <laughs> Yeah, I like how she just kind of shows up and he starts making out with her yeah. in front of all the children, in front of everybody. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. He does, just, Uncle Jesse does not give one fuck about appropriateness, <laughs> which I kind of find charming. No, you know what? That is. That's a charming attribute that's, waste, that's yeah. wasted on like this show, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Straight up. So, so um, yeah, but he gets like... He basically gets cock blocked, but by DJ. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what's what's happened is, like we mentioned before, uh, DJ is pissed off with this whole situation, uh, packs up her stuff and moves into the garage. Um, and then, like when Danny comes home, there's like a frantic search for her before uh, Stephanie says, like, "Oh, I knew where she was the whole time, and you didn't ask." <laughs> and uh, so uh, she's uh, she turns out to be in the garage. Yeah, she's in the garage. She's in the garage. She's got a pretty sweet setup. Like, I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's pretty chilled out there. She's got her own phone, yeah. phone in the garage somehow. <laughs> yeah, talking to Kimmy and like, yeah, she did. She did a lot of work in that one day. Like while they're changing that diaper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that nobody noticed apparently. Nobody know. You're right because they changed. They were all over the house as they were changing the diaper. And yeah. she literally moves everything. <laughs> every every single thing. Like, they go in and it's like the room has been, you know, like, cleared out. <laughs> uh, her original room. And then you go downstairs, it's like the entire set has been moved down there. So, you know, she, she's been she's been busy. Right. And so what what everybody does, all, all the adults and everybody kind of does, or try to, they come down and they try to convince her to, to not be a fucking idiot and move back to her room, right? Because the yeah. garage is a piece of shit. So... She she put all you know she puts all her stuff down there. Everybody comes down to try to convince her. Joey Joey does this like Bill Cosby. Oh yeah, I, that was my next note. Maybe maybe you should hear it. I don't know if it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you know what? No, here we go. You're right. I I didn't think about it, but yeah, let's play. Here's the uh, here's here's Joey's Bill Cosby impression. No, there's a small childlike person. If you move back into the house, you can have a big juicy bowl of jello. I think it's offensive even during that time period because it's just a shitty like impression. Yeah. He's not good at what he does. So 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 then so then Uncle Jesse comes in, he negotiates with her. Yeah. To, he he pays her off. He's like He pays you know, her off. He come on, move out of this fucking know. basement, dummy. Yeah. Here's the money. He gives her yeah. he gives her twenty one bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so they they both learn like kind of learn about haggling. Uh, so he comes back upstairs. He's all like, and the showgirl is left. Danny has uh, kicked the showgirl out after telling her that she has to sleep on the couch, I think, or something. Uh, and basically, like in so many words, uh, it's not appropriate to bone <laughs> with three kids across the hall. <laughs> so so Uncle Jesse gets cock blocked by multiple members of this family that yeah. he just moved in with. Like, yeah, and, in the first day. Yeah, and this is the whole impetus for him paying off DJ so that he could like have some, you know, get this get this you know family drama out of the way so that he could you know get down. 
<laughs> it's like the most indirect way of paying for essentially like prostitution. Really? <laughs> Which yeah. I never really thought about until now. Anyway, so yeah. so the money sort of works. Oh no, wait, no, she comes upstairs. She comes and, upstairs, tells yeah. them that you know uh, that he paid her off. And everything's exposed, and then Danny and the music comes on, like the soft yeah. music comes on now. And Danny talks mm-hmm. about his, you know, dead wife with the, yeah. the the girl. She complains about losing her mom. And yeah. Danny, Danny's like channeling his like inner actor here. He's like, yeah, like tearing <laughs> up. I didn't think he had it in him. And uh, yeah, Danny's not. He's not bad here. Like he's. Uh, I mean, especially when you consider what you know Bob Saget actually like was as a comedian. I think it's actually really interesting that they cast him like this foul mouthed, like offensive comedian to play this role in particular, like not even the Jesse role or anything like that, but like this, like white bread kind of, you know, do no wrong OCD, uh, uh, you know, Brady Bunch kind of guy that they, that they cast him to do that. Yeah. That's what's funny is I didn't know him before, you know, he or I didn't know of him, I guess, before he was cast in the show. So all I saw was, mm-hmm. The first thing I saw of Bob Saget post Full House was, of course, his famous scene in Half Baked. For sure, yeah. Right where he, yeah. well, you know, I'm just gonna play the scene, and here's here's Danny. T- you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm play a line from Danny Tanner of this episode, and then that line from Half Baked, and so you can sort of <laughs> see the difference. Okay, all right, here we go. Here's the first line. I know exactly how you feel, and I know how much you girls miss your mother, because I miss her too. Okay, and here's the second line. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen him. <laughs> right, so it's like, yeah. that was my first introduction to him. Post- <laughs> That's like a good spectrum of Bob Saget, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beginning and end of, of yeah. Bob Saget, even though, that, even though Half-Baked was made in what, like the 90s? The late 90s? I, don't know. I think maybe even early 2000s or something. It's, uh, it was yeah. a while ago, though, right? Anyways, so this yeah. episode just kind of ends. They get they uh she, they all sort of yeah. hug and they sing the Flintstones they, they theme. Sing, they sing the Flintstones theme. That that ends up being a or them singing anyway in this like barbershop barbershop quartet style is like uh, it ends up showing up at the end here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that's it. Then it's like, yeah, that's it. So like it's a pretty kind of standard you know sitcom setup and everything and and that's the first half so fast forward 192 episodes eight fucking years later eight years later it is it's unbelievable actually watching that first episode if i had watched that first episode not knowing the history of the show i would have been like this show will not last eight years <laughs> they don't have enough ideas for eight years they don't have a, a, enough ideas for two years i don't think the way that they extended the way they extended the life of the series is just by adding character after character and you see it in the opening like it's uh, <laughs> it goes from <laughs> it's like too many cooks like they keep adding uh <laughs> like all these all these other like random characters that you have no reference for if you're just if you're watching it like this <laughs> just uh, like all these characters appear like you have now uh so now uncle jesse is married to uh rebecca the best character on the show rebecca donaldson show. yep <laughs> yeah uh lori lori login login yeah you know what i i love you know what i think i love right off the top is the with this show and us getting to watch this show is it's a really drastic like jump like and, and yeah the opening credits like you said just like emphasize that because dj is long hit you know puberty she's probably almost a young you know what i mean she's probably almost like 18 uh her voice is lower like yeah. you know what i mean you hear talking mm-hmm. and her voice is deep in like yeah. there's kimmy gibbler there you know what i mean yeah. like it's yeah it's it's such a it's such a drastic change because it's been so long it's been eight years right like mm-hmm. and I, I think it's really like Almost like a different show. Yeah, it's almost almost a different show. Like, I mean, the set is pretty much the same. Yeah. Theme song is kind of the same. Like, there's, there's a lot of the same elements, just with way more characters. Yeah. So we start the show. Um, we find out that it's DJ's senior prom. And, yeah. and, but, and maybe we missed it in previous episodes from the seasons that we didn't see. But Kimmy Gibbler's over, and she's talking to DJ about how, oh, you got no date to the, pro- to the senior prom. And... Because you spent, and then Kimmy's like, because you spent the previous year dating those two guys, and the names of the guys, one of them is named Nelson, and the other is Viper, and I feel like, right. 
I missed a lot. I missed out a lot yeah. on episodes where where DJ dated Viper. Yeah, I don't remember Viper at all. I think I remember Nelson. Like I can picture him in my head, but yeah. Viper, I have no idea. Yeah. So what's funny also in the opening credits, Jesse, Uncle Jesse, has his hair cut really short. But then when you actually see him in this episode, it's starting to grow long. So I, f- I feel like his mullet that he had in the first episode is going full circle. Yeah, it's uh, he's it's definitely a reference. His hair, it, it's natural stage with the mullet, so it just like, <laughs> he keeps like going back that way. But everybody else looks the same. Like, obviously the adults look the same. You mm-hmm. know, Joey looks exactly yeah. the same. Like some sort of yeah. fucking deranged, like, cyborg. <laughs> like, malfunctioning Yeah, it's cyborg. weird. Like, jo- you would think Joey would, you know, something would change about him, but nothing at all. Like, he looks exactly, like, even down to his wardrobe is pretty much the same. Eight years. That's like eight yeah. years of that. Yeah, yeah. It's too long. But, but I mean, like, he was pretty much typecast into this character. Like, his character was probably not allowed any kind of evolution. They're like, you know what? The Joey character is, you know, it's kind of set in stone at this point. Like, where where would you even take it? Oh, yeah. And then, so then we get to Michelle. And I wrote down that yeah. she's still, like, you think sometimes, sometimes ugly-ass babies grow up into cute, like, kids. And, like, sometimes cute babies grow into ugly-ass children or, you know, whatever, right? It sure. interchanges. Yeah. So I feel like Michelle, okay, maybe there's a chance she grew up to be the cute sort of, like, kid that I remember from 30 years ago as that as they portrayed. Mm. But, no, I wrote down that she looks like something that you shouldn't feed after midnight. Yeah, she looks really kind of like her eyes kind of, like, bug out in there. Yeah, just super awkward. Like, I mean, maybe that's just a problem working with uh, – working with kids for this long because you I mean you can't replace any of them really they uh, uh, you're kind of stuck with what you have right and, and I wrote down that she's just a bad actress like still she's a bad actress and the character itself is also really bad like I don't she's like a horrible kid she's the worst kid I don't know how old she's supposed to be maybe fuck, I don't even know I guess eight I don't know because she was born when the I think show yeah started. eight somewhere eight to ten because I know I know DJ is ten at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. And so it's eight years later. So uh, she's the most like ornery. Like she's the worst. Like I, I she's a bad yeah. actress. She it is a bad character, mm-hmm. like you said. So I'm I'm actually I'm not sure if maybe one of the twins is like a competent actor and and the other one is just dog shit because uh, <laughs> it seems like there's there's uh, like a real gulf in talent. Like when they you know at the very end of this. Uh, uh, the these two episodes, there's uh, a scene where the two twins are acting on the on the same screen, which I don't think they did at any other point in the series. And uh, like one of them seems a lot more natural than the other to me, anyway. And I don't know which one is which. Yeah, I mean, I guess even if you're twins, you're still going to de- develop your craft at at different sort of rates, right? I, I mm-hmm. mean, say craft, but like they're both shit. But like, yeah, one is yeah. sort of visibly better better than the other i was watching a video the other day about the two michelles and like somebody did an expose on just some fucking idiot on youtube was like this is the difference between the two of them and one of them has like eyes that are closer together and (laughs) and looks more punched in the face yeah like and and he was like it's exposed and i'm like dude that was was 30 years ago anyways (laughs) at the end of the episode that where, where they sort of like you have them on screen and we won't tell you know, we won't say why they're that is right now, but they're on screen. You, if you notice when they shoot that scene, they don't shoot them, um, like face to camera ever during any of the shots. Yeah. They always do it over the shoulder because if you, because apparently even by then, if you see them together, they don't look the same. Like it's obvious. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't realize that, but I did kind of know notice that they didn't. They were kind of doing some camera trickery there, but I wasn't sure why. Yeah, like you, you were thinking probably to yourself, why the fuck are they doing this? These they're actually twins, right? So they don't need to be shooting it like the way they shot it was like they did it kind of fake. Do you know what I mean? Where you use a body double or whatever. But that's and I noticed it immediately. I was like, oh, what the fuck are they shooting this? Like, and then I looked it up, and it was yeah, it's because uh, their faces are so jacked up different. Like if you saw it, you'd be like, what? Anyway, so yeah. we're we're totally so, going okay. Off the <laughs> yeah, we're okay. So go back to the towards the beginning. So Michelle comes in. She's um she's uh, a lot of this has to do with her um uh, she's she's doing a horse you know riding horses and that kind of thing. Yeah. that's her uh, that's her new hobby. Um, and a lot of the, uh, a lot of the episode is about that. So, um, uh, so she comes in after riding, uh, uh, there's a scene where, uh, um, uncle Jesse 
is there and he's uh, uh they kind of established that like the jesse's subplot here is that he's taken on all these projects uh he's got a band at this point he owns uh he owns a nightclub um and he also is doing this uh like radio show with joey oh and there's also this other storyline where she comes home and and uh finds that like stephanie can't make it with her acting partner it's cool like yeah. throwing a lot of storylines here fuck just like I, I like I, I. It's funny. I, I made notes, but I realized I have a lot of notes because there's just a lot of shit going on. So yeah, there's a lot of like concurrent kind of storylines because DJ has one, and um, yeah, all the kids have one plus Jesse and Joey, and yeah. uh, Danny. Danny doesn't really, but uh, <laughs> no, like so she comes. Yeah. So so with Stephanie, she's like doing Romeo and Juliet with some kid, and she wants to make out with him, but he's all like, hey, hey, I don't want to kiss you. It's like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like. It, it doesn't. It's. It, I feel like it's a pointless. I think like it's filler. Like it's absolute filler. I mean, all, all a lot of these storylines just kind of seem like they're filling time. But uh. <laughs> yeah, like the, with Jesse and Joey, they're they're like their current plan, or they're they're like yeah, their current plan is to like become Mexican wrestlers and and, and make a fake show or something. Yeah, they're. It's like a. Um, it seems like a kind of thing where they would go and like visit unusual jobs. And uh, for the for this radio show, I don't know if they have the radio show, if they're pitching a radio show or I don't know. It was it was very confusing. I know at one point in the show they had an advertising agency and somehow it's evolved into this. So I don't I don't I have no idea. But um, anyway, they're they're like kind of it's just an excuse for them to do some dumb physical comedy <laughs> with, uh, you know, like with them trying to wrestle. And they never yeah. and it, it never goes anywhere. No, it doesn't. It's everything is just like. I feel like the storylines in this episode are like fireworks. They sort of like launch, but the fireworks that fail, you know what I mean? Yeah, They sort exactly. of launch, but they don't yeah. like <laughs> blossom or explode anywhere. They're yeah. just kind of thrown out yeah. by the writers. And then circling back to the beginning where um, the, the first problem, I guess, with DJ was that she needed to go date to the senior prom. Kimberly, Kimmy Kimbler, Gibbler comes in with the fucking nerd brigade. I kind of love Kimmy as a character. Like, she just seems like she exists on the show to cause ruckus. Yeah. Like, nobody likes her or anything. Like, even DJ doesn't really seem to like her all that much. And, uh, and she's just there to, like, fuck around with, with the Tanner family. So, I, I just like that even back, I mean, this the, the, the finale was, like, eight years after... Uh, so it was in about 1995, I guess. 95, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, even I feel like even by that time, it was still sort of a little, a little like it, strange, uh, or maybe not strange to have like like five guys that have like pocket protectors and their glasses are taped, and then they're <laughs> yeah. the nerds, and and DJ doesn't want to like go to the prom with a nerd. But I was, but no. the, that guy, those guys look like. The like photograph from the founders that the founders of Microsoft took of themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, you know, like DJ man, you kind of want to reach through the screen and tell her like, in five years, those guys are guaranteed to be making millions off like <laughs> dot com garbage. And they're probably nice guys too. Who, who knows? You know, just because the glasses are, are taped yeah. and they look fucked up and they look like they, I don't know. Anyway, so so she brings in the nerd brigade. And yeah. DJ's yeah, DJ like, nah, 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 fuck that, <laughs> fuck these guys. Yeah, and uh, Stephanie is—is uh, is this the point where like Stephanie? So Stephanie is rehearsing Romeo and Juliet, and Michelle is like constantly bagging on her about having dry lips, and that's why she she won't get kissed. Yeah, why? Why is that a thing? She she's like she goes, you dry lips, dry lips, and then she bolts. She like yeah. leaves the room immediately. Just <laughs> but then what actually like cracked me up was when like uh, Rebecca like is like oh no you don't have dry lips, and then she's looking at her and she's like maybe you should breathe through your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for for kids making fun, it's you know it's sort of understandable. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so th there's just so much going on. There's just too I much. know there's so much going on. Okay, so now now they show uh, uh, Michelle and Danny in. The, so this is the A plot, I guess, with Michelle and her horseback riding. Yes, it always uh, Michelle's so the, the A plot always. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, she's at the stables. Uh, it's kind of like a hoity-toity kind of place, but Michelle is obviously not hoity-toity, and her horse is rented or something. Um, so she meets this like bougie other girl who is actually kind of friendly, 
and uh, they kind of make friends and they're like, oh, I, you know, and the other girl is like, uh, you should, you should join this jumping competition. It'll be really fun. It's really fun to ride horses, blah, blah, blah. And uh, um, Danny and the other girl's mother come in and uh, yeah. So the, the other girl's mother is just like throwing nonstop shade on Danny. Oh my God. Yeah. I have to play the line. I recorded the line. I have to play. I play the line she says in the most snooty voice about what she says to Danny. So here, here's what the mom says uh, to Danny. When you're done with that horse, could you comb out my little girls? I'm a parent, not a groomer. Oh, I'm sorry. You just had the air of stable help. And this mother is like, she's wearing like this ridiculous hat. Like I kind of, it, it's kind of a great little character. Like, and she... And she kind of like choose the scenery every every scene that she's in. It's kind of it's kind of good actually. Yeah. So so basically, there's a big challenge. Um, the mom challenges Danny's, you know, daughter to against her daughter mm-hmm. in the jumping competition. But then the kids eventually are just like, nah, let's not let's not challenge each other. Let's go jumping in the woods. Yeah. Let's go frolic in the field. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing where it's like. You know, I don't know if this is how the script was written or how, you know, they're terrible acting, but it's just like Michelle just like beats you over the head with this. Like, I, you know, riding horses is fun, but I hate competition or I hate, you know, when it's just for fun, it's it's better, you know, that kind of thing. I, I was impressed that the girl was so well balanced in spite of having a, such a snooty fucking mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The girl seemed like pretty okay. So, so they're out. Um, they find it. So, so Danny, Joey, and Jesse find out she's missing, and they go and they're like, and they go up to where the the um the stables are, and they meet this like ranch hand, this old ranch hand dude who's sitting there like whittling wood, and he doesn't give a fuck about anything. He he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I, I saw them over there. I didn't whatever. And then yeah. and then Danny's like, can we take these horses? He's like, <laughs> the yeah, like, yeah, whatever, yeah. take the horses. Yeah, he takes them, takes them, and he's like, not my horses anyway. <laughs> it doesn't affect me. I love fuck that the, fuck, fuck whatever. I feel like that guy's the best character. I feel like there should have been a spinoff of just that just character. that guy sitting there. The whole show's just him sitting there just letting horses go. <laughs> so so they go so they go after um, yeah. the girls and, yeah, and, on their uh, horses. Joey is, and... Joey's riding a, a donkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He's riding a burro. He, yeah. El burro. He, he gets on a donkey, of course, because he is a yeah. fucking donkey. He's I hate a... him. But he, he so, they're, so they're looking at it, and then we cut to the girls, and of course, the best thing happens, which yeah. I think is going to be the, like, the way it's going to end and that the 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 rich girl you know jumps a log she doesn't find michelle tries to barely jump, a jump. like I was, I was watching it back today and the horse just steps over the log i know it's not it was really like, jumping at all it was like it was like 10 centimeters above the ground it's like a slight step and then michelle fucks it up and like yeah. falls off the horse horse you know like bucks and she falls off i was kind of wondering here like do you think do you think she did her own stunt here no, a child fell off that horse. I don't know which child, but uh, some, some child fell off that horse. It was probably uh, a little person, Sachin. You think? I mean, maybe. <laughs> like, you never know, right? Back then, it yeah, could have been a little person. Yeah, that's true. I mean, person. on the other hand, I was kind of thinking, like, maybe they just did it with two of them. It's like the last episode of the series. They're kind of expendable. They have two of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> throw one off a horse. So, so, so this is how it ends. Or, sorry, this is how part one of part two. Yeah, so that's the big cliffhanger. She falls off the horse, and she's not moving. And the girl is like, wake up, wake up. But what I hate the most is at the end of this, and I don't know, like on Netflix they did this, and presumably when they broadcast it, they did this. They immediately showed coming up next on, you know what I mean? And they show that she's not dead. Yeah, I didn't like that either. No, like because you have this hope that she's dead, and like it's a ghost, like she's the female Richie, like uh, Casper, the friendly ghost or whatever, yeah. like maybe that's how it's going to end. But no, you like, yeah. they're like, I don't, I almost feel like it was a knee-jerk sort of like preemptive reaction to audiences saying, is Michelle yeah. dead? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I was just, just going to say, like, I think that may be a network directive or something, yeah. but I'm thinking that they didn't kill off this child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as we go into part two, now I, I, have, I, have a, I have a comment to make right off the top of part two. So the right. cliffhanger was Michelle was injured, you know, 
But what I was hoping was because, I mean, each of these episodes, as you know, as most people know, are like 20 minutes, 22 minutes. What I was hoping for, for the end of part one, was that she would ride her horse off a cliff. And for part two, basically, it was literally a 20-minute, one-clip slow-mo of her falling into the (laughs) Grand Canyon. That would be so great. (laughs) Like, you can imagine over 20 minutes how slow, like, say, you know slow motion footage would be of her falling yeah. into the canyon, right? With commercials frame, broken basically. up and everything. That's, yeah, I would do that. I wish I could, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that was what I was hoping. It wasn't, she, yeah. she was, so she wakes up and she what? She can't remember anything. She, she has She's in a hospital. All the, uh, the whole, you know, rest of the cast is there. Um, and, uh, you know, she, it's, it's established that she somehow has all the rest of her memories, but it's just localized to her, to her family. Uh, that she can't remember anything about uh, her family because she has, you know, like all her vocal skills. She can reference other things yeah. <laughs> that uh, that are happening. Like she, it's not total amnesia. It's like a very specific amnesia. And I was actually kind of thinking that it's, you know, this, what this ends up being is almost a little heavy for Full House to, uh, to deal with. Like I'm thinking like this might be like kind of a nice story. Uh, not a nice story, but like at least an interesting story about like a girl who's forgotten her dead mother and all this stuff. But I mean, it's just it's it's wasted on this show and on these actors in particular. Oh yeah, and that brings me to my point about Michelle, who like she's like testing her sort of acting chops here, and she's just mm-hmm. terrible. Like I I have to play this line from when like she's just out of like the hospital and and it, and they use it in the preview too and it's like her hold on let me play let me play the line aren't you the nice people i met at the hospital like it's just a terrible like, you know you lost line. your long-term memory but not your short-term memory like you met her you met them just now <laughs> and they're probably if you've just get, you know you've lost memory they're they're like the people you're going to remember the most right like you've yeah. met a lot of people the, the literal first people that you met when you when you woke up i mean yeah. yeah there's a lot of them but you might remember some yeah <laughs> she plays like just just to you know hit home i guess to the to the the dullards and, and to the majority of the audience that she doesn't have her memory okay and this is going to go on for pretty much the rest yeah. like of the episode right a lot of the rest of this episode is them trying to help her remember sparking her memories by you know bringing up things that happened you know in the prior episode and uh uh like showing her photo albums and stuff the one uh part of this episode that i actually kind of liked uh with michelle is where they're showing her the photo album and she has like a kind of a uh, like a rage moment where she's just like, I don't want to look at any more pictures. It's just, you know, I don't remember anything. You know, I, <laughs> like, I thought that was actually kind of okay. <laughs> that was good. No, that was cool. Yeah. But what I liked yeah. about that specific part too, and I made a note was that all the picked, all the, it was all still sort of pictures. They were, they were still pictures they were looking at in a photo album. And yeah. what I noticed was that all the pictures were taken from the perspective of the studio camera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they were just stills from the past. <laughs> like I yeah. almost expected, like remember in Perfect Strangers where they did the flashback sort of. Yeah, call. but this was like an inventive way to do like uh, flashbacks to that. Like even when Uncle Jesse's talking to her and he's referencing things from from the past too, it's like you know maybe shoehorn some clips in there, but uh, they seem to stray away from that for whatever reason. So. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it seemed like that. they needed they needed filler, so I don't know yeah, why they didn't do exactly that. with all these other storylines that go nowhere. But uh, so, in order um, to try and re um, rejig uh, Michelle's memory, the three fathers try to sing to her. And what's interesting yeah. about that is they they sing this ballad or whatever to Michelle, a song or whatever, to try to help to try and help her remember. Yeah. And yeah. like the audience loses their shit. Like it's filmed in front of a live studio. Yeah. audience. and they lose their shit. Like it's like the best mm-hmm. thing they've ever heard. Ever. Yeah. I don't know if you want to play a little clip of the song. Like, it's really nothing special, but, like, it's worth it to hear the reaction, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play a bit of yeah. just the very end of the song and the reaction. Yeah. Here, listen. I just want to be your teddy bear. Ooh. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Um, so then we're in the kitchen. Uh, Jesse is fixing a bike in the floor of the kitchen, just, like, yeah. a, just randomly fixing a bike. And Michelle, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, comes up to him. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I wish uh, I could wish I could remember. Uh, and like complaining. I feel like yeah. this. I feel like 
amnesia is a pretty serious thing, and I feel like the majority, the, sorry, the every member of this family is just like taking a sort of whatever sort of attitude towards it. Like they don't care. Like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't know what yeah, they're doing. Like, they're not doing any research in what they should do, yeah. and they're just like, I don't know. I'm all awkward. What's going on? Like, I yeah. He has like this emotional talk with her, um, uh, telling her about when she was a baby and stuff like that. Um, a little later, I think a little after this, uh, they go up and they, you know, they have this talk about her and her mom. Um, and that's like a genuinely pretty good scene, but, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, seems really out of place with the tone of the rest of this episode. Yeah. I feel like they had maybe 15 minutes worth of an episode like, over the course of two, the, the 40 minutes of both episodes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they had some scenes they need, they had some storylines they need to sort of sort of end or resolve i guess they didn't do any of that whatever yeah. like like what's funny about this is that you want even coming into it fresh you you kind of want like an ending you want like something shit to wrap up with the characters right like i don't i don't feel like what's funny is there's a scene in in this last episode i don't know if you remember where jesse is talking to joey and and at the end of the scene he's like don't worry joey you'll find somebody someday <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you'll be a good dad someday, which means you'll meet a woman that like can put up with your fucking bullshit for more than yeah. five minutes one day. You know what I mean? And that's it. And that's and that's yeah. the, that's how they end that. Yeah, that like they line. wrap up the storylines like in one line. Uh, even even with uh, uh, Stephanie's like dumb storyline with the guy who won't kiss her, he just kisses her, and that's it. Like that's that's the story. Yeah, yeah, that's how that ends. Um, who who else is DJ's uh, ex boyfriend shows up and and takes her to prom, so that's you know nicely wrapped up. She's wearing the she's wearing like this super gold dress. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of inappropriate for her, but whatever. It, it's very gold. Yeah. It's very gold and inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and then and then of course they wrap up the main one where uh oh Michelle meets herself like we uh, talked about earlier. Michelle yeah. meets herself in a dream. Yeah, and so like it's the personification of her memory coming back, uh, played by you know her twin sister, and uh, they uh, so so the memory's like oh I ran away I was scared when the horse was spooked and uh, like they just kind of merge, (laughs) and and that's her memory coming back. Yeah, and she comes downstairs, doesn't you know talks normal, they figure it out, blah blah blah. It's all yeah, it's all her her memory. (laughs) But then the best part. Kimmy Gibbler shows up with uh, for, for the prom, yeah. and and she has like the best dress. It's it actually kind of legit of the... awesome. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> it looks like you remember Mimi from the Drew Carey show, yeah, yeah. but like a super skinny version of Mimi. Yeah, like she has like frills and it lights up. It's like lit the best. up, and yeah, it's 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 pretty dope. It was a it's a crime that she did not get her own spin-off yeah. that Kimmy Gibbler did not get her yeah. own. Uh, I do think that she has a pretty big part in this remake thing, but uh yeah. In Fuller House. Yeah, yeah. no, I I haven't actually watched. I've only watched the first episode. Yeah, so did I. I did not get past the first one. I heard that's a tough one to get past actually. Yeah. Anyway, so they're all there mm-hmm. and the, yeah, you know what? They're about to wrap up uh the episode. Yeah, like, that's, everybody's... that's pretty much the end. So at the, in this last scene though, I did make a note. And it was my favorite part was that like they do they have a wide shot of it literally everybody that's on the show and they're all hugging and that's the last scene and the only person that isn't hugging anybody and it's so appropriate is Joey <laughs> he's where he belongs in the corner on the couch alone for the rest of time this has been uh, TV or GTFO and uh, I'm Fashion Hindu and I'm Gary Heather you ever suck some dick for marijuana no. No, I can't say I have. TV or GTFO.